You're about to listen to a good episode's production. And if you don't think it's good, I encourage you to write to your local representatives. As I was saying, yeah, the the, the early episodes, uh, George's audio isn't, you know... It's not it's not easy listening. It's not what I would call easy listening <laughs> podcasting. But I think podcasts that are hard to listen to and make you like work to listen are actually more like intellectually rewarding. More like, I, but it do should call be me the Marinetti to... of podcasting. Yeah. It should be hard to listen for content it's like wise. Harsh and noise not, music. Yeah. And not audio quality wise. Yes. Look, my terrible audio quality in the early episodes has the same harsh beauty as uh, a, a, a village being firebombed. So, you, know, you may not like it, but uh-huh. it's, it's, but it's that's, that's people normally it's really people young. normally don't like it. I'll, yeah, I'll say that. Yeah. Uh, I think you're just you're afraid of the future. Yeah. And the future is loud fans in my in laptops. That's I don't true. think it makes that much of a difference. Like people are either gonna be like they like this and they're like, oh, I'm sure the audio is gonna be better. Like that's that's how I am with like when when the first episode of a podcast is bad audio, I'm like, I'm sure they're gonna figure it out in like three episodes. I feel it, like you're scolding me for having bad microphone quality like over a year ago. No, no, no. I no, I'm saying it doesn't make that much of a difference. I think, like, I, if, if people drop off, they would of drop bad off. It is. I think, I think I would, if people I drop off because of the that. audio quality, they would drop off like either way. Because they're just not. I, I did. I did listen I to the early ten ten k posts because their audio quality was so bad, and they were like people who had other podcasts, and I literally couldn't understand how their audio was so bad. <laughs> I think I think the Phoebe didn't have another podcast at the time, and Hussein like was on a podcast. I think had nothing to do with the production of it, <laughs> so he just like you know, you know other podcasts they they record in like an application, mm. which like you, like records all their audio, and that's why some people always sound worse than other people. And it's like, how difficult is it to record separately and then put that audio together? Yeah. That's the only true way. To get good good podcast audio, you heard it here. Or have a studio, but you know what? It is. That's even like. Welcome I... to the Who Watches the Watch Studio. It's five a.m. Drive time. I feel that like we cool. said this like we say say this like every third episode, but like when when people lot. like switched from like in studio recording to to remote recording, a lot of them just like didn't know how to do it. Like I think that's people just don't know. How to how to be excellent? Because usually, like, like us, podcasts, you are now excellent. Podcasts so. I know that always did remote recording. They were fine. Like it's just the ones that switched over that had like weird struggle periods. So yeah, yeah. Let's clap. Okay, well, let's clap. Please clap. What is uh, what is this podcast if not a struggle period? It's a struggle session. Yes, that's better. <laughs> <laughs> that's a great face. That's a good face. Uh, when do you start studenting? With people, George, when's your... Um, four days ago. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I thought. How's that going? It's going, yeah, it's good. They're mm-hmm. doing, yeah, they're doing really well. That's they're doing a lot of my work for me. Yeah, that's good. You see, this <laughs> yeah. is why everyone should... I wrote this in my thesis. Everyone should have volunteers because it's useful because yeah. they do your work for you. And there's no problems with it. And that was my conclusion. Mm. Um, I mean, it is part of the university course, and they do get like experience that you wouldn't otherwise out of it. So it's not like yeah, I have no responses for that worst. in my written thesis. I'm sure <laughs> right. there's definitely problems with it. Yeah, they do it for the exposure. It's fine. It's they do it for the exposure. You're not actually allowed to do exposure at museum. You'll get arrested or kicked out. 
Museums um, are not okay. neutral. I should be allowed to expose them. I should be exposed in the museum. Look, all these I statues mean, can, have their dicks out. Why can't I? If it's an art museum, you can be like, yeah. oh, this is like about vulnerability and then just like have your tits out. That's People like, will see my works. penis and they will scream and say, this is the Ashmolean. But <laughs> they walk into the next gallery and they see one carved from marble and they don't care. This isn't the Ashmolean, this is a penis. Um mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, there was like that issue when like Marina Abramovich did that thing where she was like sitting down and that was the act that she was sitting there and people could like sit next to her and look at her and she would just like sit there all the time. And all it was of like her artwork involves her not doing a lot. Like I don't yeah. wanna I, I don't mean, wanna her, come from her. Her early Marina art is like kind of transgressive, but I I don't it's Marina comes up a lot in like performance studies and theater studies. So you wouldn't yeah. come for Marina Abramovich? Yeah. I mean, I think we've discussed before. Uh, I'm sure we did. You know, the failures of Marina Abramovich. This is such a weird podcast. Yeah. No, I was just gonna say like there was like this this one woman who went to her exposition and she like she was just wearing like exposition. one thing and she put it down and then she was naked and then she was arrested for being naked at Marina Abramovich's exhibition, which is like that's a more interesting piece of art than Marina, Abramovich. right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was like, kind of you... my point. Yeah, like stripping down next to a naked statue and just being like, what's your problem? Yeah. She should be allowed to do it. But then if someone else goes to her exhibition, Uh the woman who got naked at Marina Abramovich's exhibition, if someone gets naked at their exhibition, then they're a better artist than this woman. Yeah, it's like stacks on top of each other. I feel like... Yeah, we've invented a feedback loop of making art better. (laughs) By by being naked? I think think that's true. (laughs) This is like the unifying... the, The unifying thing in like all all levels of art because because Amanda Palmer also does this like she also thinks yes. that being naked is transgressive and thus more artful like it just really unites culture... high art and like the lowest art forms it's because culture stopped in the 90s and so that's <laughs> they, they just like have to keep doing it yeah. they're like it's still transgressive it's like it's not mm. art has still not know. gotten over nudity yeah it's just kind it's of not cringe. over yet posting pictures of my diva cup and then my menstrual menstrual cup full of blood and being like this is this is the story of a girl mm. yeah this is the story of a girl and everyone's but it's not it's not because we it's, every, it's done things are done you know yeah. things have been done these yes. days the real transgressives we've all seen are... piss christ yeah <laughs> <laughs> these days the real yeah. transgressives are those who are wearing clothes am i right that's so true Wow, if you think about it, being conservative is kind of radical now. Yeah, it's the new, it's the new punk rock. That's how they, that's how I hear. The yeah, new it is. It's true. Marina Abramovich is being British. <laughs> Mar- Marina a British ish. Okay, yeah. a British bitch. British a British. Br- okay. Marina. Abramovich British. Um. So this is our this is our art opinion. So. Don't get it mm-hmm. elsewhere. Only Welcome here. to Arts and Farts. Welcome to Arts and Farts. Um, a podcast by... No, never mind. <laughs> <clears throat> anyway, let's go in. Let's enter yeah, the let's dojo. Go. Another Discworld novel, which once again features one of the more familiar characters of the Discworld, Samuel Vines. Mm-hmm. Sam Vines. Uh, he most decidedly doesn't save the world. What he does do is give the world time to save itself, which is very much more of a, a Discworld way of doing things. Sam Vines is not gifted with a huge intellect. It's absolutely right for Sam Vines. 
trolls and dwarves and vampires. This world way of doing things. Lord Petanari. Vine finds himself in the same circumstances. And I really trust you. I've trusted you up till now. This world way of doing things. Hello and welcome to Watches the Watch, a podcast hosted by three gnomes who came out of their holes ready to fight and ready to fuck. I'm your host, Jazz, and I'm Passion's second most likely plaything after Nobby Noms. <laughs> <laughs> I'm your host, Janusz, and I was unhappy because I was recording on the wrong microphone, but then I met a man with no podcast. That's so true. Mm. Makes you think, doesn't it? <laughs> Some people are so lucky and we're cursed. <laughs> um, I'm your host, George, and I've, you may notice that I was away last week and I've been really finding myself. I'm centred, I'm grounded. Um, yeah, on the ground. I've realised my one dream is to open the first franchise of like a craft beer house in Rojava. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, that's good. Somewhere you can can get like $5 pretzels. That sounds pretty good. Mm. I always have no idea where your like intros are gonna go. (laughs) Yeah, they really... They really come out of the strangest directions, which I do appreciate. That's nice. So thank you, I like George. That. You're definitely the wild card of the podcast, I feel. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. People think people think they're the wild card, but sometimes they are. To the, to the Joker, George is a normal host. Okay. <laughs> to the Joker, George is a normal card. <laughs> it's like a, like a two of clubs or something. Yeah. The Joker um, is a card. You never hear about those cards. It's yeah, you always know, about, about the other like cards. what are they up to? It's always about like the Queen of Hearts, the fucking Ace, Ace of Spades. Ace of Spades. Mm. <laughs> it's always about the, the Jokers, but it's never about like King the, of Diamonds. The, the King Eight of, of Diamonds. Cups. <laughs> then yeah. we had a fucking pretty fucking sick, um, real Jokerified thing today. Um, it was a medieval seal matrix with a picture of um, a hunting hound being ridden. By a hare blowing a hunting horn. Pretty wild. That was pretty. That was pretty fucking jokerified. I thought. Kind of a party. Some, some medieval people being like, "Get a load of this society. <laughs> Get a load of this exactly. world. What if it was turned upside down?" Yeah, they were like, yeah. "I'm going to become the jester." They're always saying that, and yeah, that's, that's marginalia. Um, what if? What if you were a knight and you were very terrified of a rabbit, and it was riding um, a snail? Then I would simply not approach it. And you um, also like were being farted on by someone. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Medieval uh, people, pretty cool. Yeah, they had very unsophisticated sense of humor, so I'm not mm. a big fan of them. I think they're, no. they're cringe, cringe medieval <laughs> peasant. Can't even do irony right. Yeah. Um, Can't even medi- do If a medieval right. person watched, um, I think you should leave season two. Uh-huh. Uh, they would be like, I don't like this. <laughs> <laughs> I think methinks thou shalt leave. Methinks, methinks I just not care for this humor. <laughs> That's how they talk. They talk like people from Elizabethan times. I, mean, they just, I, yeah. I feel like medieval people would be like so confused by like the hot dog cart sketch just by because they like. <laughs> They'd be like, "What is a hot what dog? What is a hot dog? Try, explain this to me." 
What is a cow? <laughs> how can how I don't can... I don't get it? What is he saying? I don't speak modern English. Why is yeah. he wearing such a blasphemous outfit? Ah, Why? the humorous meat product. <laughs> this man is dressed in the long sausage. <laughs> this is just okay. This week on Who Watches the Watch, we read the second third of uh, Feet of Clay, Clay Feet by it's Terence okay. Pratchett. Mm. Um, pretty good. I'm enjoying it. It's good. We get some classic characters introduced. Classic some, characters. There's some situations, there's some themes. Some and classic. Yes, a little bit of humor along the way. <laughs> <laughs> It's, 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 uh, it makes you think it's meaningful and very mm. funny. Just um, a light touch of japes and jokes sprinkled in there for good measure, but it's really... Yeah. You know, it's not, it's, it's not what it's about. No, it's it's actually... There was there was a child death in this part of the book. <laughs> there was. There was so, a robot committing suicide, which really makes you think. There were multiple several, robots several killing robots themselves. Uh, the the streets are kill uh, full of shattered remains of other robots killed by mm. gangs of people. There's a little um, man who kicks people in the nuts, uh, which is yeah. very he's upsetting. blue and he's Scottish and it's cool. And there is a baby death, which is cool. <laughs> 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 Uh, very normal. Thank you, Terry. And <laughs> you know what they say: come, come for the, come for the jokes about heraldry. Stay for the baby death. <laughs> stay for, stay for the baby death, and the, the sort of where he takes a turn into like social realism, and he's like, yeah. this is the realities of poverty. The baby's dead. This <laughs> 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 what the imaginations like... of the powerful do. He goes from vibes having like a funny little dude in his pocket who is going to say bingly bing bong bong to, to like him reminiscing when he was like starving in the streets and had to like fight to survive every day. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> from crushing poverty and and like the reality of violence to the, against the poor to what if what if a guy was really small, blue, and Scottish? <laughs> What if there was a no who like fights rats? What if you see both the coffin of an old woman who only uh, who only made close to survive, and also her fourteen-month-year-old grandson who died from arsenic poisoning? <laughs> and and then you felt you know really sad because they're dead, and you're like, this is where I'm from. I grew up here. And then they think you're arresting them just because you're asking questions. It's yeah. super sad. As for uh, how do we? want to tackle this book as a discussion um what's that uh that was pete putting on some boiling water it's okay okay <laughs> it's just the clicking of the hog what's that mysterious okay. clicking noise what is fuck's sake um sorry <laughs> that it's um no i think there's some some good themes you know there's like Poor people mm. having a bad time. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I was like, how much of a summary do we want to go through, or do we just want to, like, you know, oh, just you, talk about it? Are you getting tired of the summaries, Jez? I just don't know if people care about the summaries, you know? Maybe like, not. Does it, help? So. does it help you? Often they just help me because I've usually forgotten what yeah. happened. <laughs> they sometimes help. <laughs> they provide a sort of framework to talk about it. Uh, yeah. Oh, this book is kind of 
kind of haiku it, summaries, It's hard to do summaries of just because it's a bunch of, yeah, as we said last week, it's like a bunch of different threads that are like sort of running yeah. side by side rather than things happening. I mean, they happen in an order, but, you know, it's hard to keep track of like what yes. happens in what order specifically. Yes. I think what if we just talk about the storylines as a whole? Yeah. Individually. Mm. So as a whole Vim- individually. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. So in Vimes is uh so the Vimes is thing, the Vimes. Uh, <laughs> Vimes. Is, uh, no, unfortunately Vimes. unfortunately less Vimes and Airy scenes this week. Um still a few, but not as not as passionate as the first week where, you know, or everyone who's a, a Vimes and Airy shipper was yeah. like, This is very passionate. Yeah. Yeah, everyone agreed with us. Yeah. Uh, we've been getting so um, many mail about the episode that definitely has been released already. Listen, it's almost <laughs> done. Um, it's fine, you're not behind. Yeah, so v- Vimes' plotline, you know, he's still investigating. We get more stuff about clues and how he doesn't trust clues and he doesn't trust he detectives. clues. Which he again is confusing them. because there is no <laughs> fictional detectives on the world. So how does he know hates, about it? He specifically hates Sherlock Holmes. Specifically Sherlock Holmes, yeah. <laughs> Well, I you know, I suppose it's that whole thing of like the narrative um narrative conventions being a sort of physical law in the mm. disc world. Uh, but this one I don't that. know where it's been before. <laughs> yeah. No, it, it just kinda it's like just kinda they, there. We said this last episode, but like they just invented murder the last book. <laughs> <laughs> so you can't already have like a tradition of like Literated, like he does. The, he does the thing. A lot of detective stories do this, where the detective is complaining about other detective stories about how like those mm-hmm. are fake, but this one is real, but it's also fake. Like even fucking, even Poirot does a bit where he's like, "Oh well, I I can't do the, I don't believe in what your Sherlock Holmes does," uh, saying this to mm-hmm. English people. <laughs> I just <laughs> love to like believe in being Belgian instead. Yeah, yeah, which is. A crime. Uh, yes. Moratorium on Belgians. <laughs> and, um... <laughs> I'm sorry, it's just not right. No Belgians and people with mustaches allowed. Yeah. I'm going to do, I'm gonna do a macro... You mustache, ag- fuck you. Yeah. I'm going to do a macro aggression against Belgians. <laughs> it's just an aggression, yeah. Um, no, no, it's bigger than aggression. to do aggressions against because it's like so small. Uh, yeah, there's not enough like, of them. They can't get you. Even they no, so, don't agree. They're historically innocent. Nothing wrong. Historically innocent, and also like w- 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 half of them speak French and the other half speak Dutch. What's going on there? Yeah, like pick a, you, pick a language. Agree? Come up with mm. your own language of Belgianese. There's no other language in like where you guys live that other people yeah. will speak. There's even a small amount of the best language, German. <laughs> we love German on this podcast. Yeah. German is famously spoken a lot in Belgium. Yeah, yeah. A, li- a little bit, Ooh, a little mine's, bit. Mine's Belgian. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Uh, what are we talking about? <laughs> uh, Just a little, a little German. Just as a, a little treat. German, a little We're German, the... little German. <laughs> Look, there's a little bit of German everywhere. There's a fucking... little, little German people. They're always coming into our country. A little bit of Texas German. A Texas German. What? Okay, what? There are Texas Germans. I'm trying to I'm rewind. Sure I can't. We got here by talking about where he complains about fictional detectives that oh, yes. don't exist. Yeah, mm. which is very funny, especially when he's like, uh, some some guy's going to be like, you, this, this guy is a farm, is a, what did he say? This guy is a gardener who was 
petting dogs and did this and it's like you could be doing that for any reason you know you could have any clothe item or like mark on your hand from like anything and he's right but also there are a lot of clues in this story there so i think it is clues. funny i mean i think it's commentary this, on clues. Mm. yeah i think i think this is a book where we're much less supposed to take vimes as like an authority like yes. yeah yeah um, it repatedly shows him He's being struggling. B- bigger, tr- bigoted. Like <laughs> that's, that's his a very lot first of bigotry. Everyone yeah, is bigoted very... in some way. Like I, it's almost a yes. theme. <laughs> yes, one. it is. It's the fe- fear of the other is is the theme. Yeah, I think, really. and even fear of yourself as the other in Angler's yeah, like case. See, this is yeah. why it's hard to talk about this in this way because we start talking about the Vimes and then we start talking about other plot lines we haven't even mentioned yet because there's like connections. Well, I'm just, you know, I'll just, well, I'll go no, through those just, as well. I was just, <laughs> yeah. br- I was just bringing up that yeah, yeah. you're not supposed to take rhymes as, yeah. as I think literal, that's true. literal, because there are clues that are, they genuinely do use clues. Yeah, yeah, and it's, and it's like Terry clearly, clearly enjoys this. Like he, this is like his best put together like clue puzzle so far, where it's like, yeah, like in this, especially in this mid, like. We talked a bit about this last week, but like in this middle bit, it's like really satisfying to see how like some of the pieces start like clicking together. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah have, and it's, do, it's... have you read this one before, Janusz? Yes. Yeah, we've all read it. Uh, so we, so we, 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 can't... we all know we all know where the arsenic's coming from. We unfortunately can't grill Robin as to what they think about it because yeah. I don't think they have read it before. We can't be like, <laughs> how do you think the arsenic is getting into veterinary? <laughs> um, I... It's, it's on his on his on it's on his dildo. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's why it happens at night. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, I was going to say it's on Vimes's lips when he gets yeah. him a tender kiss. <laughs> when he goes down, when I he's going to say it's, it's on the tongue. Uh, it's on his Funko Pop collection. Um, <laughs> uh, what does he do at night with the Funko Pop? Oh, collection? he kisses all of them good night. <laughs> okay, that would be why, as, yeah. as we all do. Yeah, Vimes is like, get rid of the Funko Pops and bring new ones in. <laughs> change, change all the Funko Pops. Ask the, ask the personnel um, to bring in a new Funko Pop collection and then buy a different one yourself and replace it with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to make your own Funko Pop because you know it won't be poisoned. <laughs> Only my Funko Pops. Um, I, hate it. I hate it when my Iron Man Funko Pop sits on the shelf and watches me die of arsenic poisoning. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, didn't even help. Um, yeah, so veterinary, he's still being poisoned. There's this big arsenic plot line going around where veterinary is still being poisoned at, at night. Um, arsenic poison shows up in one of the samples that Cherry is testing, which is actually from under the fingernails of the priest who died. Uh, a waxy substance. Yeah, a waxy substance. Waxy Meanwhile, substance. also, a guy from... No, a woman, an elderly woman, an elderly woman. An elderly woman. An elderly woman. And I can't say elderly woman. An elderly elderly woman woman and her grandson die from the poor street where Vimes is from, um, Mm. which is serious poor rather than funny poor like normal. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, yo, look, I I make a lot of fun, but this is real poor. (laughs) The real shit. They're actually poor in this one. Oh, Chaz is frozen. Oh, there we go. I'm back. Yeah, well, yeah. What were you saying? I was saying 
I was I was doing a, a bit, if you will, or a, a funny jape, oh, and I was jape. saying okay, a joke. Terry was like saying it was funny. I was basically riffing off you. Okay, that's cool. I love it. It works we well. It works well when when you when I don't it. When disappear. It, yeah. <laughs> when I don't disappear from the yeah, look, this is just a little, chat as the punchline happens. This is just a little inside baseball. Our fans love this when we explain what we're doing because, like, you think you think it. we're pulling off like little magic tricks when we're like. <laughs> Just saying a thing and then suddenly it's comedy gold, but actually this is what we're doing. Like you, you need this is just like a little behind the scenes of how we're doing those like incredible this is how we mix the of slop comedy. For the hugs. And what we're doing is that one person says something funny and then the other person like says something related to that and like builds on it. Um, it's called yeah. it's called yes ending. Uh, they, they, it's called yes yes ending. The, the yes ending is the potato peelings and yeah. Uh, what else do you put in slop? I don't know. Um, fecal matter. <laughs> Sometimes, yeah. Anyway, yeah, so also an elderly woman and her grandson have died, and they've died because of something that's been taken from the palace, like maybe food that's been taken from the palace by a maid and given to her family, and so they've died from that arsenic poisoning. And also a bunch of rats have been have died of arsenic that have been sold to the delicatessen, Gimlet's delicatessen, classic character. And um, they also have arsenic in, so the arsenic's all over at the moment. Uh, also, the golems. The golems are acting strangely. Um, there's a big white golem that's scary and it's running around, and there's a couple different chase scenes with this golem. Mm. Um, there's also Dolphal, who hands himself in and says that he did the murders. Uh, and though that they think he definitely was at the scene of the crime... It seems unlikely that he actually did the murders. Like, he can't really do it. And he has a matchstick, which Angua follows and finds that there was, like, 12 golems in, like, a golem council. And he picked the short straw, and that's why he's given himself in to the uh, to, to the watch. Yeah. It's great bits here where it's, like, carrot-like immediate. Like, some great, great carrot stuff, once again. Like, I like great how... Great character stuff in general, I think, in these bits. Yeah. Carrot, carrot, back, carrot become misogynist. He does. Oh shit, yeah. But it's 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 interesting that his like his like with uh, with you know Angua being an ally to Chiri on the one yeah. hand, but then she's like bigoted against like golems, I guess, because she like they can't be, they can't have like yeah. feelings or whatever because they're robots. And the carrot is like carrot is like actually considering what could that be up with the golems, but then yeah. he's being then... bigot to Chiri. And then Cheery yeah. is uh, is constantly slagging off werewolves. Yeah. yeah. So it's m- maybe maybe there's a maybe there's a message there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Every one of them cancelled. Um. Yes, <laughs> they're all bad. <laughs> I've completed this book. I don't need to read Fire any Firebomb further. the watch. They're police. Um. <laughs> I hate when characters in books that I read have flaws because that means they're bad the, characters. It's disgusting. The, the, the message is that all cops are racist. <laughs> That's why I stopped watching the I stopped reading the witch books because uh, Granny Weatherwax was kind of a country bumpkin. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, she was a bit of a country bumpkin, so didn't want to um, didn't want to hear that. But like the other thing racist. I was going to say about Carrot is that I I, I like that his uh, he's like pretty sm- pretty smart in this. Like his yeah, he is. He's, he's like seeing like he's doing he's even doing like tricks where he's like uh, did, were you the one who like 
could this guy by like hitting him in the head with a club right like he was just <laughs> making up some fake murders and just wants to see if he will also confess to those yeah which he That's, does um, and, um, and he also like figures out that uh just because the golem was the last thing he saw doesn't mean that the golem killed him like he he puts yeah. that together like he's, he does some good like combination work or detective work like he's yeah he's naive in some regards or he's like not not the smartest but he can like do some good thinking he sort of is smart but like you know he's just like naive about certain things yeah he's a weird dude he is a very weird dude (laughs) i I was i said this last week like he's a combination of like some sort of incredibly charismatic like public speaker and also a guy who's really obsessed with trains yeah (laughs) <laughs> I can't believe you're attacking character. He's a neurodivergent character. <laughs> I mean, probably. Um, he's a divergent character because he's fucking a werewolf. Um, <laughs> Wait, what? I don't know. It doesn't mean. I was trying to make. I don't know. I don't know anything about divergent. So. <laughs> I mean, werewolves are also very popular in Wyoming. Pretend that Divergent is a, is a supernatural. <laughs> I was, gonna, and it's very funny. I was gonna believe you. People in Divergent, that there's like it's some not. werewolf fucking happening in Divergent, because I have no idea. I know that fucking Miles no. Teller and what happened, fucking... Divergent is where your girl it's or your boy, the... and you're sent to different parts of the city. Yes. Yeah. I think that's what the gender game is about, right? What divergent? Divergent. I divergent is where um, you get separated in by your personality into four like different areas based on like a personality quiz, and one of them is like we we get nothing because we're the we love nothing group, and one's the we like to fight people group, and then one's like the we're we're scientist nerd group, and then she's like I fit into multiple ones. I'm divergent. <laughs> <laughs> so she just un- she unlocks the rest of the uh, Myers Briggs personality types. Well, I think in the later books, bad. I think it gets really confusing. It's like maybe it's a simulation, or maybe it's like an experiment where they genuinely do only have like certain personality traits because they've been like genetically designed like that. Uh-huh. Uh, but part of the way they choose is you have a dream, like a vision in a computer, like a simulation, and you have to choose between a cheese and a knife. Um, and I think about that all the time. A dog attacks you, and you have to go for the cheese or the knife. <laughs> the, like, Why would you go for the cheese if you're being attacked has. by a dog? I don't know. <laughs> if you look at the like movie poster for a Divergent film, it's very clear what the main selling point is, and it's really Woodley's ass. Like, it's, <laughs> it's like, it? right in the middle of the cover. Like, and this other guy who I don't know who he is. I don't know who this actor is. He's like, he's a his thing. head is like right on Shailene Woodley's ass level. Oh, that's not who I thought it was. <laughs> so you can see Shailene Woodley's ass. Yeah, it's very present. I don't like her hair there. She no. just looks very weird. She just, hmm. she's just she just has a weird presence in on screen. <laughs> It might just be because I've watched far too fucking much of their of Secret Life, but <laughs> I just it's something odd. about these like pictures just look very awkward. I yeah. don't know. These movies look yeah. fake. Like these are those movies <laughs> yeah. where I'm like, idea of oh, what if? How do you even know if like if you go into a library, you can't like? I guess it's like a Descartes idea, right? Like you just 
can't tell if all of the books actually have letters in them. Because <laughs> like, mm-hmm. you're not going to look at all of them. And like, it's kind of how I feel about Divergent is that I'm like not exactly sure that those movies like actually <laughs> There's actually exist. things that happen and they're not It's like somehow movies. sometimes when you meet people and you're like, are you actually sentient? <laughs> you know, like, yes. are you a real human being? <laughs> I think that's all the time. Maybe. <laughs> I'm. I am. I'm mostly joking. <laughs> yeah. Um, I have to judge a book by its cover, and in this case, judge Divergent by its very bad by movie its, poster. By its movie poster. I think in some with some movies you can judge them by their poster. Right. You know. And some books. I think. Too. It, I. I think you. You really can. Yeah. 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 Um. Not dark light. You, you can't. Uh, what was I saying? There are a lot of post-apocalyptic films and stories out there nowadays, I'm but some stand out more today. than others. Divergent and The Hunger Games are but two. However, Divergent is much much better than The Hunger Games, in my opinion. What? Fucking Holy untrue. Shit. Who said that? Um, Hunger Games is genuinely like composite. Ap2hy <laughs> a place to hang your cape. Dot com. Oh, sounds cool. Great website. Sounds like a radical locale for nerdy, cool people. Um, <laughs> the technology is so much better in Divergent. Being in a post-nuclear fallout world, you wouldn't think the technology would be so advanced, but it is. In The Hunger Games, there is technology which is advanced, but is not as advanced <laughs> as in Divergent. <laughs> I love to judge your... F- what like- the fuck? <laughs> That's like that's like fucking thinking books like a top trumps card where you're like, yeah. like oh their technology rating is ten so I win actually. There is there is a very oh, funny in the in the game control uh, the video game <laughs> reading a reading a book about like the Stone Age and being like wow this fucking blows this is yeah. this sucks. There's this very funny thing you can do in control where you you pick up pieces of paper all the time and. A few ones you find are like uh, their notes from a book club, uh, which are all reading the same book, and then you get different people's like humorous things about the same book. And in one, she's like, "Oh, this is a great romance between X and Y," and then it's got this guy's one, and he's like, "Wow, I loved the fascist empire. Their ships were so cool." <laughs> <laughs> I think if I was there, I would have killed everyone, and it would have been like really epic. And you know, the lead the lead girl was kind of hot, um, and that's how I see this. I think it's yeah. the same, you know. Yeah, if you have a certain priority when you go into a into a a media <laughs> property. Yeah, sometimes it's just to see advanced technology, I guess. That's the coolest thing. I do thing it I by the movie. clothes. I like the Hunger Games because the clothes are crazy and I'm like, this is good. Or in Division the clothes are very boring, so that's, that's why I don't like Division. They just wear like camo. <laughs> yeah. In in the Hunger Games, all of the movies actually came into the cinemas whereas in divergent the last movie went direct to video because the last one that's how you know it's good was yeah they just dress it's very powerful 2000s for in division which is very strange Divergent is no costume design yeah like what is this this is so shitty okay anyway um golems they're around we also hear that um carrot works out that doleful <laughs> Sorry, I just saw the number one reason why Divergent is better, and it's one, badass females. <laughs> well, these females are very diverse. No, no, not diverse, I mean it's Katniss from no, The Hunger Games is badass, but she's also damaged, and that holds her back. Whereas Triss 
from the Divergent series is just cool. That's the plot I love of the, the book. Hunger Games. <laughs> I love this book with <laughs> the character with less flaws. Less flaws, uh, better. She, you know, it's, she's a cool character, but she does have personal flaws, which personally I don't appreciate yeah. the protagonist. <laughs> I love I this book where no one has badass. any flaws at all and there's no conflict. It's great. Yeah, yeah. I like it where, the, where the, the violence is like badass and cool rather than it continually being like, this is damaging and making their brains burn. Mm. <laughs> yeah, in Taxi Driver... Robert De Niro's character is very damaged and has PTSD, uh, and he doesn't drive his cars that well, fast. His, cr- his car is mm. very old; like, looks like so it's from the seventies. Then the Fast yeah. and the Furious movies, they all are super cool, and they drive their cars faster. So I know which one I'm choosing. Yeah, I mean, obviously, You've got, a, got a point there. Um. Yeah. Anyway, hard to argue with that. <laughs> Dorfel puts um. The magic, the magic holy words that he put in the priest's mouth, he did because he thought that he could bring him back to life by putting magic words in him. Like, which is happens with the go- sad. It is sad. Yeah, they're very sad. Sort of like, oh, it's great, uh, fucking Asimov robotic stuff. Yeah, in this one with the, you know, they do what their programming is. They have like this great mm. bit where Carrot is like, uh, oh, they're they're rebelling. By doing like the one, the one golem that was like digging until until it dig, dig it's dug a full river because no one taught him to stop. That was an act of rebelling. Yes, yeah, it's like it's a rebellion because you know you can you can re- you can rebel by mindlessly following orders and not like you know when you when you know that you know what they want you to do, yeah. but you're just doing what you're told as a form of like you know. Mm. Because this is a form of rebellion. They literally physically cannot they can't. disobey. Yeah. So but they can obey in the way that they can use the language, like the, the ambiguities way. to yes. gain a bit of rebellion. Like a robot. It's like how um you know it's like it's like how robots could, will like follow orders, but like it'll be stuff like to protect humans, and then they use that in in fiction to like you know to attack other humans or do something because they know that it's like following that single directive. Yeah. Just very much the plot of this, but no spoilers. <laughs> what else? Yeah, so meanwhile, uh, everyone else is like, got their own little adventures that they're going on. Nobby's, ad- Nobby's adventure is, what if I was posh? <laughs> 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 but I wasn't enjoying it. I <laughs> <laughs> made a book where it's like, damn, look at the horrors of poverty and, uh, you know, a child could die and you have to scrape for it. And then, like, what if a weird guy got into, <laughs> got into <laughs> nobility? What if a guy who is, like, who looks really weird got invited to, like, a, to, like, a hot, posh ladies' court? <laughs> What if they decide that the next king will be Nobby Nobs? Because he's easy, he's easy so to like funny. manipulate. It's so funny how he's doing the king plot again, but this time with Nobby. It was so good. The dragon genius. king of arms at the beginning, like getting the carrot, the carrot, like carrot is king thing. He's like, yeah, no, it's not this time. <laughs> it's Nobby so good. like, this is delicious. We will go with the Nobby plot. <laughs> <laughs> also, there's a little pune or play on words mm-hmm. uh, if you're not up with British slang. To be knobby is is, is, a, to, is, be is to be posh. Yeah. 
I know that. Man. So he, so he's yeah. nubby. I know that now since like knobs. since like in this book they say uh, oh to to be nobby like a million times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Terry's really proud of it. Um, he he's also right to be. Yeah. he decides he's an asshole now because he's posh, which is like you know not untrue. That's true. <laughs> Um, it's also so very to... true to Nobby's character. Like I, yeah. I love this about. Yeah, he's not a nice man. <laughs> I love this about like him and Cora, and that they're always like one, one minor thing will just like fully set them off. <laughs> <laughs> they go on like certain paths. There's like Colon's plotline in Fifth Elephant. I think is one of my favorite of Colon's plot lines. Is that Fifth Elephant? Yeah. yeah. Is that when he gets put in charge of the one? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It just has like a very slow breakdown. Um, and I think Nobby's one in this is also really good, where he's like, I hate this. This is wrong. This isn't how I see myself. Then he gets really drunk and is like, I, I'm bettering the place with my bloodline. <laughs> and nearly gets killed. <laughs> and then they nearly like nobble him. <laughs> and <laughs> yeah, do you get it? Um, okay. There's also stuff, Colon's just being very generally racist here. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, you don't want to stay in the watch. Anyone could end up your commanding officer. It could be a troll or a dwarf. Yeah, and then I where don't... would you be? I'm so glad I'm retiring. I have nothing um, against trolls. Finished, not found. I, I would rather not see them around. I'm not, I'm not speciesist, but... I would just, yeah. rather, would just rather have a farm with chickens. That's what, I, that's what I'm going to do. Soon, yeah. <laughs> Very uh, funny joke. Colon invents cottage car. <laughs> yeah, because Colon's like, oh, I'll be in my, I'll be in my cottage with chickens around the door, and then Nobby says a few sentences later, he's like, he's like, oh, I'll be in my farmhouse, and Nobby's like, yeah, nailing chickens around the door. <laughs> <laughs> Great stuff. There's some really good jokes in this. I, unfortunately, really I can't funny. remember any of them. Ah, oh, there's so many. I know it's it's. It's such a good, it's such a good book. I like, I like when um, Colin's like, yeah, they'll be giving you their daughters next because you got that bloodline, <laughs> and and I was like, oh, <laughs> posh ladies, but are they rich? <laughs> uh, and then it describes him as passion's most unlikely plaything, which I was thinking yeah. was very funny. That was so good. <laughs> such a Isn't good that Boone book. Yeah, he just he just sometimes has these like perfect sentences, mm-hmm. where you like he's doing, he's really on a roll in this book. Yeah. Thing. Mm. Um, what's the one that I that's a few that I highlighted? But yeah, I, so their their plot lines are very funny. Yeah, I also like about this plot line where it's like where we have like the meeting of all the guild people, right? Mm. And they're at first like <laughs> you'd you'd think they're doing the carrot thing again. Yes. Well, like, they think they're going to do the. Yeah. They, they think they're doing the <laughs> they think they're doing again. the carrot thing. They're like, we have read the last two watch books, uh, <laughs> and Veterinary seems like he's dying again. Great, he's not. Go- I hope he's. I hope. I, I hope he will survive. He's Listen. a great man, but like, what if? And then they like w- when when like someone says someone brings up the Nobby thing, right? Like the first reaction is like, what Nobby? Can make him king? And then. It takes them like three seconds to realize like the the opportunities of that. Yeah, like, well, how much better that would be than carrot. They keep like trying to invent the Magna Carta. Um, <laughs> 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 they keep being like, "What if we had a king, but like as a sort of ceremonial ish role, and then we had like a negotiation of power, and like we sort of had certain rights as as leaders of the community." Um, 
And they're like, not, oh, yeah, that would be good. Not the Magna Carta. That's the document that keep, lets you open tattoo parlors whenever you like. <laughs> oh, yeah, sorry. I, I got confused about what the Magna Carta is. Uh, I thought it was giving noblemen slightly more power, but it's mm. actually about not having to close your tattoo shop in a pandemic. Um <laughs> Yes, and they're like, oh, what if we, you know, a king? That would be a great idea. Everyone's everyone's ready for a king. Um, but they're like, they're like, oh, what about Vimes? He'll get mad, you know. They're like, oh, he might be the one killing Veterinary, you know, no love lost there, which... <laughs> Untrue. <laughs> Vimes and Ari real. Um... I someone be so wrong. <laughs> I underlined that line. Mimsonary <laughs> <laughs> real. Um yeah, they're like, oh, but he's you know, he serves the he serves the people and they're like, Yeah, we know. <laughs> That's why we hate him. <laughs> yeah. It's a great uh great joke line here about veterinary where someone says no one can be as sane as he is without being mad. <laughs> <laughs> That's a very Terry thing. It's like, oh, he's so sane that he's, like, yeah. fucked up. Yeah. He hasn't got the natural level of madness that you need. Yeah, to, like, stay sane, yeah. Yeah, to the joke see, of See things, see things as they really are. Yeah. They see them as they really are. Joke of veterinary edit. <laughs> you want to know how I got this limp? <laughs> I got a shot with a gun. Um did. Because I, I forgot that's why he has a stick. I forgot that until this read-through. And I was like, oh shit. Want to know how I got this MILF vampire girlfriend? <laughs> it's platonic. Did we have Drumnot already in the last book? Mm? Did we have Drumnot already? Yes. I always forget. Because like, he I had different so. yeah, yes. we did. I, men- I remember mentioning it. Yeah. yeah. Yes. I just remember mentioning it, but I don't remember what he did last time. Nothing, he's, he was just there. He's the same. I love Drumnot. He's very funny. He's just very calm yeah. and very professional all the time. Because he's like mm. he's like the other one that like people on the internet think uh, Retinari is fucking right. Yes. Didn't really see the indications in this one, but I guess he's the one no. who's always around. So he's just like around. Yeah. I think you know if you like that sort of thing, it's fine. But it doesn't have like the resentment that Vimes and Ari has. So it's not it doesn't as have as a, it doesn't as good as yeah. Tearing. It doesn't have the but longing. Not, doesn't have the like. Doesn't have them being mad at each other yeah. or like you know him holding him as he as he's like poisoned and him being like no. Um. <laughs> 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 he's not sponging his forehead. Um. <laughs> He would never. <laughs> he would never, yeah. Uh, the veterinary's writing a very funny book, which was interesting. About, like, ruling, I guess. That's or is a- it a diary? Is it a book or is it a diary? I thought it was... I thought it was a diary, but I don't know. It's mm. called How to Win Friends and Influence People. Yeah. Yeah, so... Really, then- uh, Miss... How do I say it? Like, romantic gesture gone wrong. <laughs> When, when Vimes or orders him pizza, yeah, <laughs> like, well, and he he's like, I don't love this. Uh, also, very funny. Veterinary's like, wow, I love Vimes. Is so funny and good to have around. He's always running around being competent, but in the wrong way. I have to keep dropping hints, else he'll never figure out how I'm being poisoned. <laughs> <laughs> that is some real Joker shit. That you already know how you're being poisoned, and you're yeah. letting yourself yeah. be poisoned. <laughs> part of his thing of his like weird it's, it's, 
It's Munchausen's <laughs> Munchausen syndrome. He wants vines to look after him, so he's deliberately letting himself be poisoned. <laughs> Munchausen's by Watchy. Yeah, it's Which like is such a kind of true, though. <laughs> I guess it is kind of Munchausen. <laughs> He's letting himself be poisoned so he can let Vimes work it out in his own time. <laughs> like, oh. He's like, I just, I don't want him to lose faith in his detective abilities, so I'm just going to keep being poisoned. <laughs> <laughs> real, real Jokerfied shit. Just that their relationship is so fucking weird. <laughs> it is. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Uh. It really is like these are the. I don't think Terry has really. Veterinary shows up in like other books that take place in Ankh Pork. Mm. But he really like. He hasn't really figured out what to do with him when Vimes isn't around. <laughs> like most yeah. of Yeah, they have the dynamic he likes writing. Yeah, yeah he's it's sort of. Because he has him with like Moist, and yeah. so he, he has got like sort of conversations. With he will moist. figure it out later how to make like good veterinary books without. Mm. Without veterinary needs, needs veterinary needs to be a good foil for one of yes. the main characters. Yeah. So yeah, he is good with vimes because they have sort of similar similar aims, but are occasionally like at odds. Um, yeah, I mean, they have similar goals, but very different like opinions, I guess. Or like, I don't know. I think well, vimes likes veterinary because he's always they both like. <laughs> Listen, they both like each other. <laughs> Vimes and Ari real because uh, Veterinary is like, haha, I love having Vimes. He is just a funny guy who does helpful things that I need him to do. And Vimes is like, wow, I prefer Veterinary to Kings. Um, yeah. And also, the last one, he was insane. Him. Did you know that Lord Snapcase was insane? Because <laughs> you will be reminded <laughs> multiple them, times. I did notice one of them. One of them is noted by Colon as having worn a dress, and I was like, hmm, hmm, hmm. Mm. What if? Wow. Maybe, maybe, maybe it's just a comment on uh, f- Nazi femboys. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, there's also there's also they talk about noblesse oblige, noblesse oblige. Um, and uh, they say that there was a. It's when you're like a duchess and you give giving the gardener like your old clothes or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they were like, ah, oh, strange gardener using women's clothing. I love I to do it, the bare fine. minimum. I'm such a good person. <laughs> yeah, that is noblesse. Noble, noblesse obligé. Um, noblesse obligé. Yeah, that there is also a great scene with the Vimes and Veterinary stuff where like, he's like, I, I remembered what the thing is I was trying to think of last time, which is the yellow wallpaper, which isn't about arsenic wallpaper. It's about just scary wallpaper and also being a woman. Um... <laughs> But that is, I think that is reference because he mentions the wallpaper. He's like, looking at, th- looking at this wallpaper would make you go mad. Yeah. And I'm like, just like the yellow wallpaper. I feel like um, the thing about like well, ingesting poison by like licking your fingers while... That, that's that's something. Name of the Rose. Yes. Is that that's Name of the Rose? It. I was like trying to put together where, I, where, where, mm-hmm. where, where else that was like a plot point. It is. I feel like a lot of the poison stuff is like referencing to various different yeah, poison fictions. I think so. Um, what's the ye- who's the yellow wallpaper? Uh, the yellow wallpaper is is a short story that's about the how it sucks to be a woman. Uh, Charlotte Gilman, mm. but it's it's quite famous. It's about having uh, 
nice wallpaper. Yeah, it's about what if you're in a room with scary wallpaper and you're crazy because you're a woman. Mm. Which is true. <laughs> I'm a crazy woman. I watched Vertigo and women be crazy. <laughs> women um, do be crazy. crazy. That's, that's but also, men, men be bad. <laughs> <laughs> the the thing like about Vertigo, Vertigo is the be best Hitchcock up. movie because that's the... <laughs> I feel like with that one, he's working through some issues. <laughs> Right? There's a lot of psychology going on. Yeah. <laughs> Someone should psychoanalyze those characters. That's the only way to analyze Well, there is, a, there is like a Zizek analysis. I mean, Vertigo is Vertigo. a very psychoanalysis movie. Like, that's... There's like a handful of stuff that psychoanalysts all come back to, and like Vertigo is like a very much one yeah. of those. It's a good movie. It is. I like how Jimmy Stewart, you're like, damn... What a chill dude. And then you're like, damn, this guy's fucked yeah. up. What a freak. Hitchcock <laughs> mm-hmm. always does that with Jimmy Stewart. Like in, 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 everyone, in anyone else's films, he, uh, Jimmy Stewart is always like the everyman. He's always like the most likable guy in the world. And he's great at that. But every time like, Hitchcock puts him in a movie, he's like, he's like a little freak. Like in the fucking <laughs> rear window, he's guy like was the a guy who's freak. been spying at everyone. <laughs> 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 Why don't he just like to follow women around? <laughs> just as a hobby. He just like to do it. Great stuff. Um, it's not stalking, it's a hobby. It's a hobby. Yeah, I've been watching, I've been trying to watch like a movie a day while I'm at work because mm. it makes me feel like I'm improving my brain rather than letting it molder. <laughs> oh man. Um, but I watched, so I watched The Apartment again, which I've seen before, and then I watched um, Seven Year Itch. Seven Year Itch is like not an interesting <laughs> Yeah, I... not his best. Sorry, Billy. What if a man was horny but also married? <laughs> what if? <laughs> Can't all be winners. Yeah. What if? So if it weren't for that, like Marilyn Monroe blow up thing, that movie would have been like it. It is forgotten yeah, it like this, forgotten. either way. But like nobody. Also sick, sick of sick of Billy Wilder mentioning Marilyn Monroe because. In fucking seven year itch, he's yeah. like, "Damn, it could be Merlin Monroe in there." <laughs> That's like, such okay, a funny fuck bit off. where you, I hate you, where you mention a real actor, but that actor is actually in the movie. Oh, yeah. like in fucking um, Ocean's like Ocean Twelve. Oh my Ocean's god, 12. That's funny. That was so funny, funny as hell. Is that so elaborate? Like, it's elaborate. You know, like Julia Roberts. Yeah, yeah, because they they <laughs> like, do what? like a whole thing where it's like, wait, doesn't she? Yes, this this might just work, but she really <laughs> needs to sell it. Like, I'm not quite sure she's there with the voice yet. Those films kind of rock. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> they're kind of rock. They're, compl- they're just like they just want to have a good time. Yeah, just fun. The Ocean's movies yeah. are like ultimate dude rock movies. Yeah, but then in um when there's what if a guy it? was really small and Chinese? <laughs> <laughs> what if what if a guy was just like always eating <laughs> in every scene? <laughs> Classic characters. <laughs> What if a guy was very hot, but also kind of an asshole? Uh-huh. What if a guy spoke the world's least convincing Cockney accent? Uh, that would be really good. <laughs> Fucking Don Cheadle is the Oh my god. <laughs> oh, like, I'm British. Oh, I'm oh, Don Cheadle. <laughs> Hello. Don't want to blaze the bloody Cheadle. doors off or something, I spoke, do I? I spoke like a Cockney, but not a real one. I spoke like <laughs> Van Dyke from fucking Mary Poppins. <laughs> um, yeah. There's also a bit in the apartment where he's like, ah, oh, this actress who looks just, or this, this girl I'm seeing looks just like Marilyn Monroe. And it's like, yes, I know Billy Wilder. I know that you know Marilyn Monroe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Anyway, what were we talking about? How did we get uh, to movies? The yellow wallpaper? Yellow wallpaper, yeah, yes. I was just talking about movies, I think. Um, movies are good. Movies are pretty good. Watch Seth and Samurai. It's extremely long, and I, I enjoyed it. That's, I'll watch that at some point, then. It's about what if dudes rock, but also war as mm. hell. That's what every movie is kind of about. <laughs> yeah. Donald did a couple of the Martin Scorsese movies I haven't seen yet because like he's in the public talk again. It reminded me that I haven't seen Raging Bull and I haven't seen The Last Temptation of the Christ. So. Oh, that one sounds insane. I've, I keep trying to I watch it's very King good. of Comedy. Yeah. I keep trying to watch King of Comedy, but like all of the pirated versions online have like mono audio, so oh, you can't listen to it properly. King of Comedy is very good. I really like that one. That's I was, I was enjoying it. Very like weird Robert De Niro performance, like really, really an odd performance of him. Like not, not what you're used to from him at all. It's very good. Mm. Welcome to films. <laughs> Do films, films yeah. the films. Anyway, <laughs> let's continue with talking about the whomst watches the watch. Um, wait, wait, what am I saying? Whomst have watched. Whomst have watched the watch. Let's do that thing that we do as a podcast where we talk about the watch. Podcasting. We do be talking about the watch this episode, huh? Um, we really do. There is a very funny bit with the Vimes Veterinary thing where, like, he wants to make sure that the dumbwaiter isn't being um, tampered with, so there's just, like, a dwarf in the dumbwaiter who's just, like, (laughs) being... goes up and through the dumbwaiter and, like, nails all the doors shut. (laughs) Yeah, you know and veterinary's like, uh, okay. <laughs> you know who does watch the watch? The gargoyle. Gargoyle's mm. there. He's good. Um, Forgot his name. Also, other plot line is Cheery and Angua uh, hanging out. Gals being pals. Gals being pals. Yeah. What if a dwarf was was trans? Yeah. Uh, it would be cool. It would be cool. It is a very trans storyline. More than I remember yeah, it being. Yeah. I remember it being more like, oh, this could be about a couple of things. But it, to me now, it feels just like very... It feels very explicit. Very I that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, I'd always interpret it as just like a women, like women's rights stuff thing. Mm. Yeah, it's more than that. Like, it, No, that's that's why I said yeah. I'd always interpreted it because I read reread it again. And what, when all of the stupid discourse, which I suppose we'll probably mention at some point... Oh, from Turfs came up, like there was uh, a trans person on Twitter talking about how like it's like extremely trans mm. and about how like trans yeah. isn't like you know just because this is someone who is like like their sex is female and they are wanting to be seen as a female um, or a woman, a woman female. dwarf, uh-huh. a fee a fee dwarf, um, a femoid. Just because they're like. It's it's the fact that they're they're um going again like across what their culture would see yeah. would, would like normally do. That's what makes that's it the trans. Main I was thing. like, oh yeah, that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> yeah, that's why I was also like, uh, I I wasn't sure before reading this how how much it's gonna be like clearly about the thing or not. But like, it's so like the thing the the biological stuff doesn't matter, right? Like it's just about like well, no. the perception. It's about how yes. she doesn't like how she's being perceived. It's yeah. pretty clear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, yeah, well she's got a whole stuff where she's like choosing a new name. Yeah. And she's like going through names and being like, these are alternatives to Cheery that I would like to try out. Lucinda. Um, yeah, one, one of them's Lucinda, which is very funny. Um <laughs> And she's like, oh, I, and Angua's, like, very enthusiastic about, like, 
giving her jewellery to wear and being like, you should wear this and you can do this and giving her makeup. And then everyone else is like sort of perturbed by it and they're like, uh, okay. <laughs> Uh-oh, you just got switched, sniffed by the werewolf that make, that smells trans people. <laughs> sniff, sniff. <laughs> um, and she, yeah, and she's like got the eyeshadow on and she's got lipstick and she's got a leather skirt and she's like, you know, she's having a time and, and Vimes is like, okay. <laughs> I don't understand, but I'm just, you know, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Mimes is like, I'm tiredly bigoted enough already. I can't be bothered. <laughs> yeah. And then Angus says, and then Carrot's like, I don't get it. It's wrong to me. And then Angus like, we have, we have, uh, we have different pronouns in yeah. Angmorpork. So. Yeah, that was like, oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> says the pronoun line. That surprised me. I know. Maybe Terry actually like knew something about trans people. Damn. Yeah. I mean, he probably did. Like probably. there are a lot of old trans fans from like. I think quite early. Yeah. Yeah. Like in the fan community when, you know, when it was more sort of low key nerd community sort of thing and like the Mm. online world that it is now. So, you know, I think I I still, I don't know if it was, that's what he was thinking of, but it it feels very, it it just matches very, very well. It fits way more closely than I remember, but that was largely because I didn't know anything I mean, it might about, have been like, trans stuff when i read it last so. it might have been just like a vague tolerance acceptance idea in his head mm. but it's you know it's the only like <laughs> wait if you want to read it as an allegory that's the only thing for which it makes sense <laughs> like it's i don't know it's hard to it's hard to read yeah. it as anything else uh a really yeah. cool line when like uh yeah, is picking a name, and uh, and then like, and then she says, or like she's thinking, when you've made up your mind to shout out who you are to the world, it's a relief to know that you can do it in a whisper. Like that's, that's a really cool <laughs> <line>. <laughs> yeah. She's like, I wanna, I'm gonna choose a new name, but I don't want it to be too far away from my current name, um, just for a, as a comfort thing, which you know, yeah. I think some people, some people do. I was yeah. supposed to pronounce it as Sherry. Cherry? I was like cherry. I don't know. Cherry. 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 But then Angua also says the way people spell in this town, no one will actually notice unless you point it out. <laughs> so maybe it is maybe supposed to be pronounced the cherry. same way. Um, yeah, I think maybe cherry. I don't know. But yeah, Ang- Angua, pretty good. She's pretty cool. Angua is very cool. Um, she does say that obviously she's got to leave and stuff, but like she feels sad about it you know and she's sad that she'll have to leave carrot and she's there's there's a very funny line as well where um vimes is like oh he's always he's always like learned to trust angua's feelings like her vague feelings about other people's feelings like she knows when carrot's coming and like her head turns towards the door when carrot comes down like (laughs) the street like she's a dog (laughs) (laughs) Great. <laughs> Starts barking when he's like coming in through the door. Um. <laughs> Dogs. Dogs are um, funny. Great stuff, guys. Um, <laughs> with your like twenty-six-year-old bones now yeah. to like to keep going. My my reading my reading bones. Your reading bones <laughs> got my reading bones in. Um, <laughs> got my skeleton for reading um <laughs> i can't believe you just doxed my age 
Your silence. Uh, you know, everyone would be very surprised though, because everyone thinks you're forty-five. So. <laughs> <laughs> a big people shot. do say that sometimes. Yeah, they'd be like, George, he's is he older than the other hosts? And it's like, yes, by a whole mm. like six months. Yeah. It's just because yeah. I'm not, I'm just not, I'm not you young flighty bastards. Yeah. Just with, with your with your whims and fancies. <laughs> I'm full your, of whims and fancies. Yeah, you don't say fancies, things like fancies. on fleek. Yeah. Mm. And, you don't um, use the say, you don't say stupid slang like like i do yeah, yeah or, you or say like, yeah, you say like i'm shoogy uh i still i s- never <laughs> <laughs> i don't know oh i just put together what that's supposed to be because i never even try to pronounce it what shoogy yeah put to, put together oh yeah i've just saw it, seen it written so yeah i think it's pronounced shoogy well i don't, I don't love know. it it's one of those words you only ever hear of, like, from newspapers being like, yeah, oh, this is like, what the young people are saying words. now. <laughs> Terrible. And it's like, are they? <laughs> Not that I'm Zoom that young anymore, like... saying Shugi. Shugi. Meet the new <laughs> TikTok like a, craze. A 40-year-old journalist being like, wow, check out these young people. Aren't they fucking freaks? <laughs> from, like, a few thousand people saying a word online. It's cool being shoogie mm. <laughs> it's called shoogie and you're cool. you may be it your children may be being involved in it your children um, may be listening to hip-hop music <laughs> if they do please be afraid <laughs> be very very afraid it's called wahhabism your children may be involved mm. in it your children may be getting into electronic music do not let them make their own <laughs> billy eilish it's Billie. called joining a flight Can school it? in Florida. <laughs> She's called Billie Eilish. Sounds she like is. Irish, but it's spelled different. <laughs> so, I, for some reason, that's what my brain also came up with, and I was like, this is too stupid to say. <laughs> she remember, sounds like she might be Irish, but she is Remember, Irish. Lord, remember Kate Bush? It's like them, but now. <laughs> She's just like Kate Bush. She's just like Kate Bush. She's just like us. Taylor Swift was the fucking... Who was she? Sylvia Platt? Oh my god, she was like, I'm the Sylvia Platt of music (laughs) or whatever it was. Yeah. (laughs) I don't think she said that. It was like someone wrote it. No, it it was the article. It was the article that we read. God, I... Yeah. We, We consume so much content. There's so much content out there. Beware. Beware, it's called content. It's called content. <laughs> and you may be consuming you it. You may be consuming it, even without knowing. <laughs> you wouldn't um, download a content. You wouldn't, you wouldn't eat a content. It's bad for you. Don't. you got to stop. Content on you my internet? You wouldn't host a podcast. I go out, people say touch grass, I go out to touch the grass, and I'm like, I wonder if there's funny meme accounts on Instagram that are about touching grass, and then I, and then I Instagram it, and it's too late, it's too late for me. Reach out and touch grass. Um, there's some more plot Shake stuff that, that we haven't touched upon, there's a... Is there? <laughs> we haven't talked enough about the Scottish man. Oh yeah, so, so there's uh, Nobby and Colin are investigating rat mystery. Um, so rat mystery? They're doing... They're doing some rat mystery, and uh, that takes them to Gimlet's Delicatessen. Your grandkids might be investigating rat mysteries. Rat mystery. Yeah, it's called rat music. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> More like crat music. Am I we right? We learned that Gim- Gimlet's been like 
uh, cutting his his rat stews with like pork and chicken and beef and stuff, which is fucked, fucked up. up. You know, not a hundred percent rat, and people are pissed off at him. Is it like a reference to something? Yeah, it's like a sort of, it's like a racist reference that people say about like, uh, like Indian restaurants uh-huh. in the UK that they use like rats or like dogs or oh i see so this one's the animals. other way around yeah, yeah it's clever. the other way around yeah <laughs> it's great <laughs> um yeah and so that this takes them to bug uh to mad we mad arthur who is a he's a crazy guy just a crazy guy he's a he's a he's a small man who is free he's a small, he's a small man He's free and he's Scottish and he's blue, mm-hmm. but as far as we're aware, that's just all we know about him. Um, <laughs> that's all. I'm sure this will never be. Known. This will never come up again. No. <laughs> what a great idea that he just people. completely abandoned after this. I'm that's so crazy. Glad he got rid of this anti-Scottish sentiment. <laughs> yeah, he was Truly, like, "What if he's a funny Scottish guy?" And he's like he's crazy and he's can fight really good and he's like even though he's small he can like lift people up and like attack them and it's like really you know yeah really the hard. rat catches girls has not gotten to him mm-hmm. we keep trying did, to get him but did we mention he's scottish so low. he's scottish yeah good six inch tall and that's what he says <laughs> i love to imagine the scene like when they're interrogating a six feet tall man yeah, they're interrogating him, but they're also afraid of him, which is as it is. And they're like, he's like, oh, i got to get back to my wasp hunting. And they're like, oh, how'd you do that? He's like, well, it's, it's sportsmanlike to get them while they're flying. But, you know, sometimes I'll, I'll you know, I'll light up a bomb in the middle of the hive. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, do an action run out of the of the hive as I wait for the bomb to go off. It's just a very cool idea. Yeah. <laughs> There's, like, a great he's bit really about great. him where he's, like, uh, his selling everything like be below guilt prices and that's why people are trying to get him and like but but also like why is he selling stuff so cheap but the thing is when you're sm- the smaller you are the less the, the more money is worth for you because you can just buy a yeah. bread and it's gonna you can eat it and then you can live in it <laughs> yeah which is like i was like it's Damn. called living in bread I'm like millennials may be trying like shorter than average person so i could really Relate to that. Do you also live in bread? <laughs> to be fair, some of that German rye bread, like, you feel you could build houses out of Yeah. It's, it's pretty tough. <laughs> Which is nice. I guess that's like having a gingerbread house, but, like, mm. bread. Savory. A savory gingerbread house. <laughs> My house is savory. <laughs> My house is savory. It's crisp bread. I don't really go in for, like, sweet things. Your children might be living in savory houses. It's called savory houses. <laughs> <laughs> Your children may be living in them. It's called Swedish crisp bread. Yeah. <laughs> is there any? What else is happening? Um, Nobby turns up at the house of Lady Salachi, and it's very funny because he also has the. Yeah, yes, the famous um, thing that says that he's human, <laughs> <laughs> which we actually we see for the first yeah. time here, which is it's nice. 
<laughs> Going uh, to a veterinarian to get a slip of paper. I like that. I like that it's signed by veterinarian. It's like, like based on the word of the midwife who delivered him. Yeah, I love that it starts with after hearing evidence from a number of experts. <laughs> Veterinary like having having that in his in his calendar to like sign a sheet for uh, not being a real human. He's like, I guess so. I guess I'll do it. Um, there's like an application process. You have to do like like a citizenship test. Um, I love that you're like you're showing up at the noblesse house, and besides showing like your card, you also like showing like that your 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 nobility you also have to show that you're a human. Um, oh, I have to get my noble card. The cheery stuff. I feel like Colin and Nobby did something else, but I don't remember what. Like they were also doing some investigations. Um, they wake up pissed and get chased by the the golem. But, the golem. Yes. After golem. after getting kicked out of the drum. Um, it screams. Everything? That's a scary scream. The golem does a, does a scream. Yeah. He screams because he's mad crazy. <laughs> yeah. We, if there's this whole thing about like clay of my clay, and it's implied yes. like the golems can like sort of sense each other's feelings. Hmm. And um. And yeah, carrots like either you are people, in which case what we do to you is terrible, or you're not people, in which case you can't do murder. So either way, you win. Yeah, which is a good line. Carrot is good here. Yeah, I think as we yeah. as we said. That's uh, uh, a love to scene. see because when they're investigating like the arsenic stuff and Cat, basically and- Terry Pratchett has built. Uh, a rock paper scissors of bigotry yeah. throughout the throughout this book. It really has, yeah. <laughs> Damn. Um, there was also a line where someone's like, um, Angus talking about like things people have said. That's like anti werewolf when she's in the room, and um, she's like, some people were like, she feels the need, the need to feed. <laughs> 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 I love her. So dumb. <laughs> so good. Because um, it's like it's it's kind of good because like the whole like werewolf racism thing and like the thing about how how Carrot is upset about people being racist to her and she's like it almost stresses her out more that Carrot is upset about the racism than like what they are actually she's, she's like used to that but she's like yeah not used to her boyfriend being like worrying about that i feel like that's like pretty strong like emotional foundation right but then like yeah, the actual racism is quite... kind of funny like the way it manifests so you get both i think that's stuff like with like homophobic street harassment and stuff where it's like you might be used to it but it's almost worse if someone else yeah. is with you who is like not used to it and then that makes you feel like more like worse yeah like worse which i think is very real yeah yeah it's quite an insight for terry to have it is as like a straight white man yeah i think he does have some you know decent insight in this he really Mm. he can really be perceptive when he wants to (laughs) (laughs) well he decides to Um, be empathetic yeah yeah he can do it really well it's like you always have Um, to pick if if you're gonna if if you're gonna be, you know, exploring it, or if you're gonna make someone just a butt of a joke, and sometimes, you know, sometimes making certain characters just a butt of the joke works. Like for the, it works with the mm-hmm. imp. You know, you don't need to 
You don't need to investigate if, like, imps are being exploited or whatever. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> like, you just have to... Yeah, they're not real. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but then at the same time, it where really it does, fun. like, interesting yeah. times where, like, all of Asia is, like, the butt of the joke of racism. That's not... That's that's less It's good. just that they do stuff different, <laughs> yeah. which is funny, which isn't really that much of a joke. <laughs> <laughs> what if um, Asia was funny? What if yeah. origami, question mark? Um... Sumer yeah, this, this is big. good. <laughs> Sumer that's stupid. You can't um, be smart if you're like huge. Yeah, yeah. I think that's most of what happens in this book. To be honest with you, that's a lot of the the content. That's basically it. Now you. Yes. Now it's like it's like you have read it, dear listeners. If you haven't, um, you might as well have read um, it. And now uh, you know. It's just as good. Don't read it. We've already, we've already explained it to you. We read it so you don't have to. <laughs> <laughs> Our jokes are like just as good as Terry's. Don't read it. Some of these characters have flaws. Mm. It's, it's, that's pretty scary. <laughs> it's cool to read it. <laughs> <laughs> Your kids may be trying it. Would you dabble in reading of a book? Um. <laughs> it's better than the Hunger Games, but not quite as good as Divergent. It's called yeah, it's Complex Characters. Um, They're just cooler. What if Vimes was yeah. just, like, cool? What if he was just a cool guy? What if he was just an epic guy? <laughs> <Just> epic. <laughs> what if he just... It's like, I came here to smoke my cigar and solve crime, and I've just finished my cigar. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, when he does do those moments, it is also quite cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like true. with the assassin at the beginning <laughs> that's pretty yeah. cool it's kind of fun I love the bit where he's like where he's doing the like where he's feeling like a brain genius about discovering the le- reading licking thing and then he's like so upset that there was no arsenic in the pages <laughs> yeah he's like that please has gotta be arsenic in the pages and sure it's like no I've done literally every single test you're like really close we can send it to the wizards. No, don't do that. I hate the wizards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because he wants to... This is the thing. He keeps talking about clues and being like, ugh, clues. But, you know, he he's still, like, trying to follow the clues and he's still trying to solve the mystery in, like, yeah. a detective way. He just resents the fact that he has to do that. It's not that... So, Terry's saying that um, being a policeman, much like gender, is a performance. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so true <laughs> <laughs> yeah I mean, that's why ACAP stands for assigned cop at birth assigned cop at birth yeah um, mm. ah. yeah I just think I just think he's not like it's not that it's not that he hates like do doing like uh, Sherlock Holmes detective stuff right he just I think what he hates about clues is like how oh now you have to consider that it's like red herrings or you know you have to I don't know he just hates when it's like he hates that it's like too much clues, right? So it's like, which of these are even real? Uh, and no, I think mm. I think what he hates about I'm just trying to figure out my thoughts here. I mm. think it's, I think it's less that he hates that there's clues and more that now that there's like a lot of evidence, that means that like because he has a conscience and because he is like he can't just arrest the most suspicious suspect. Now that there's like all this other evidence that doesn't add up, he has to investigate more, right? Like because yeah. because he can't just do it the easy way. Then if there's clues, yeah, 
He's, he's getting too old for this shit. Getting too old for this shit. He's mm. gonna continue getting old. Yeah, it's not, it's not like for this shit. He has this is the youngest he'll ever be again <laughs> in the books. He has protagonist brain where he's like he just can't retire as yeah. much as he tries. Just the same as Colon. Colon says he's gonna retire, <laughs> but not to spoil it. But he's not gonna retire. <laughs> <laughs> he can't have that. Oh, he can't retire. Wait, did yeah? Did I did I tell you about this? How we had we had like a teacher in our school. Which was, he was like an art teacher, right? So art teachers in like German oh, high school art. were, they really did the bare minimum. Art. Like they had to, some of them like actually gave people assignments, but this guy was just, you just, you can just draw what you want. It's fine. Uh, he was just, it was just like this disillusioned old artist guy who was like, who was like being an art teacher is the only way I can get money. Not like for my art because it's like it's not good enough for countries. And he had like at the back of his class or like very visible at his classroom. There was always like a paper where it said like how many many days are left until his retirement. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have heard that being a German teacher is just basically getting a sinecure for life if you yeah. don't fuck up too badly. Yeah. Yeah, we had like a... We had Which, like a, honestly, sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> we had a couple of teachers who were like... Uh, everyone was always complaining about them. And like the director was like, well, like, we can't fire them. Because they're fabianted. Um, you know, they can't just fucking phone it in. They can't... They cannot teach it. They cannot prepare you for the exams at all. And then like give you bad grades. And, you know... Your parents are gonna get mad, and your like children. But it's, you know, it's not like we can fire them. <laughs> we love it. I think that's good. Great system, but also like <laughs> if you're kids. like a young teacher, like if you're just now at the university, there's no chance you're gonna get a job because like all the like old fuckers are. Like, yeah, they're just gonna stay there forever. Yeah. Yeah, that's like old jobs. <laughs> There's no one retires anymore because no one can retire. So instead, the same people have been doing the jobs for 50 years. Yeah. A gentle uh, collapsing of yeah. every surface. It's cool. That's how I feel. I, yeah. The removal of the inside. Can't wait to gently collapse. Uh, no, that I don't. I would never gently collapse. I would only violently and dramatically <laughs> collapse, as yeah. is my uh, want. Turning and turning in the widening cliche. <laughs> Falcon can hear the falcon there and he's sick of it. Yeah, it's like, what um, the fuck's this guy peeping at me all for? <laughs> Stop blowing that whistle, you asshole. Yeah. All right, I think... Uh, anything else to say? I think we Other can end the episode. Other than fuck turfs. Honestly, we have an hour and say. a half. It's been lots of... Yeah, been a lot of turf discourse. Fuck it, fuck not that. interested. There, bollocks. Look, it's bollocks. we've been... We've been ahead of the times because we've been saying factors on this podcast from the from the start. Yeah, all those other podcasts are like, just so you know, we yeah, we were we there first. You know, we're anti terse It's like, yeah, but do you say it in literally every episode? Because if you don't, you're not doing the work. <laughs> do you even say it <laughs> when there's hour. no? As an ally, you know, you're not doing the work. Yeah, <laughs> you even say it when there's no like turf discourse that is terror related. You know, we're used to the turf discourse. You know, we've we've. We had it all with the Watch TV show. We remember it from then. Now this yeah. is just new Terry Pratchett Don't say turf discourse. You love the anime current Terry Pratchett turf discourse. If you haven't read the manga or the other turf discourse from <laughs> the past, the other discourse. Uh, it's it's stupid because it's literally like some random reply on a tweet, which is you know turf be 
be turfing and then yeah. someone was like ah oh, turfs are trying to appropriate terry pratchett and i i do sometimes think that if you ignore them it would be better because that now we all have to hear about it yeah. all the time it was mm. like it's nice that it's nice that like his daughter like re re pratchett uh it's nice that she said that you know Terry's bad and Terry would not stand for yeah. this. It's nice, but at the same time, she really amplified the whole discourse with that. So I don't know. Yeah, it's the same for Neil nice Gaiman who so like it, keeps fighting them. Which is like fine. yeah, I mean, I I think it depends on your perspective, and it's nice to show support. Yeah. But when it does amplify, like someone who's got like two hundred followers, and suddenly now it's about it's in the newspaper and everyone has to read about it all the time and like see it everywhere online i think that can sometimes be worse yeah. for people mm. um which is intricately like turfism is intricately linked to posting it is there's not yes. there's not actually that many of them they're just posting I think our, enti- our entire our entire media sphere works on what's on twitter basically like yeah yeah Half the columns are just about Twitter discourse rather than anything that's like actually happening for the most mm. part, which is really weird. It's a really yeah. strange day of affairs that we're in. Um, <laughs> we're all sitting in the cave, and we're not even looking at the damn shadows on the wall. We've we've got our fucking phones, phones out. And we're, we're reading about what people are saying about the shadows on the wall. <laughs> like, did you see that? Did you see that deformed <laughs> rabbit shadow? <laughs> <laughs> that, that was stupid and then someone else says I think if you think the rabbit shadow is stupid then you're actually being offensive against rabbits and then people mm. are like that's so true and then other people are like that's wrong and you should die for saying it and you shouldn't use the word that's rabbit that's the world it's... we live in that's the world we, we should live use in the now. word conies instead mm-hmm. yeah you shouldn't laugh it's at a rabbit that is deformed. Like, that rabbit is going <laughs> through, like, <laughs> severe body discomfort. How dare you? Is it ableist to laugh at the deformed rabbit? <laughs> yeah, it is. So stop laughing at deformed rabbit. And, you know, do a different um, hand <laughs> gesture. Rabbits aren't real, so, like, you know... Rabbits aren't real? <laughs> I, think, I think we're not... Um, we're not prepared for the coming wave of um, TikTok, uh, TikTok um, trad cath, uh-huh. uh, cottagecore, femboy, d- 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 um, uh, white nationalist, eco-fascist. That's the word I was looking for. Um, deformed rabbits. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. You know that. You know the Breaking Bad meme where he's like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" <laughs> I feel like that's anyone listening to this podcast. <laughs> Yeah, but like the, um, there, there is I, a there is yeah. The thing I want, kind of wanted to like say about the turf discourse also that it's like what's frustrating about it is that like this one columnist whose name I'm not gonna say because I forgot, but like I don't want to amplify them. Sarah Shetham. Mm. That's actually <laughs> uh, offensive. You can't say that. Yeah, it's very offensive. Direct, <laughs> direct with IBS. Director and your comments that George is not on Twitter. (laughs) (laughs) Um, That's right. I'm not on Twitter. These people are going to make like really bad points that make no sense. uh, Really like, but, 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 but it's not like, it's not about that, right? Like all the turfs on Twitter are going to, then are just going to point to the, to this article and they're going to be like, well, this journalist who writes in a real, 
newspaper website. They they said she said this. So now Terry Pratchett yeah. is like actually endorses turfs or whatever. And it's like it isn't. It's Someone like made the, the same, point that it was like the same Mormon posthumous conversions. Yeah, posthumous conversions. No, I was Jesus just gonna Christ. say it's like the same. Have as you know like how those? No? Fucking disproving flat earthers or like QAnon people, and that it's like so not about the actual content. It's just yeah, they're they're completely unserious. They just they are just smearing their shit everywhere. Yeah. Basically, it's they posting. don't care about it's, knowing. It's just posting. posting. Yeah, you can't defeat posting by doing more posting for the no. most part. You just have to like try and deplatform them <laughs> and get them to stop posting, but you can't do that by like letting them do more posting. Yeah. It just it doesn't often work. We're getting a real like crash course as a society in the ways in which, like, um, posting and bigotry can can like, or just posting in general can just become a mental illness essentially, like a addictive yeah. behavior. Well, and just send people like round the bend, like like just like destroy their own lives over it. My wife, um, my wife, <laughs> my yeah. wife. Um, it's 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 uh, interesting. It's interesting. It is depressing, yeah. but it is it's sort of very similar. All the different ways. I mean, we're not a posting podcast, but it is very similar. How like turf radicalization, sort of alt right radicalization and like QAnon radicalization is all pretty similar yeah it's just the same sort of forms of like online posting radicalization where it starts off like i'm just asking questions and thinking about it i'm just gender critical Mm. you know i'm a free thinker i'm not saying it's not real and then because you can end up in these like very you know feedback loopy communities it just sort of it really and you get the more radical it is, the more attention it gets. And then it's yeah. it's why great. Hillary Clinton in Hillary Clinton did invent trans people in two thousand and ten. Yeah, I know, um, and that's why she lost the election. Yeah. Yes. One <laughs> <laughs> she was, she was si- sipping done. sipping on a lovely adrenochrome smoothie, and she was like, "Damn, I've just invented trans people." <laughs> It's 2010. That article yeah. by the columnist was so badly written, like so badly structured. Like I, I've been sitting so long at this master's thesis, and I've been like really, uh, you know, having problems with structuring it in a way that my arguments make sense. And these people are just like shitting this out with like, like this article was like, she made like a point about like, or tried to make a point like based on cheery, and then she like let segued into a ton- complete non sequitur about like people saying that trans people have existed in the middle ages completely unrelated point <laughs> what uh, well have you have you read much um of like british columnist no. writing yes because <laughs> it's all fucking like that it's what's the one that we not, read not the other- all of it. like this like there are a few good columnists like dawn foster like yeah dawn foster piece. was good she was right she was a columnist if but, you're left wing, like, then you might be better. You might yeah, be better. but, there's, but there's if you're, like three if you're a them. middle-aged woman, you're probably insane. <laughs> yeah, or a, or like a middle-aged man, you're just Giles Corrin. Or like, oh yeah, if you're Giles Corrin or that guy with a very square head. Like anyone um, who writes for the Spectator. Mm. Yeah, oh, the guy with the square head. Yeah, 
Who was the one mm. I posted, which was just that really incredibly insane column by the woman, which was just going from like random point to random point and said something about like Jeffrey Epstein? What was oh, that? that was amazing. Yeah, that was it. Was I think it was some woman in the House of Lords or something? Yeah. Um, and she. I, wish I could find that. It was like the most. It was like thing random neurons firing. It was just like <laughs> someone dredging up someone's memories bubbling to the surface like marsh gas in a swamp. <laughs> It's just, just upsetting. Uh, like besides the transphobia, it's just upsetting to me also for selfish reasons that <laughs> these people are like well done, making Mitch. their living on this, and like I'm gonna have to find a job, and I'm gonna be. I I will know that these fucking shitheads like are always gonna make yeah. more money than mm. I do. Well, the thing about effort. being being in the media in Britain is the opposite of a meritocracy, and the worse you are at it, the more likely you are uh-huh. to like get a really well paying job as long as you know the right people. There's it's a very funny thing. Know. It's what you're willing to not ever know. It's like Helen who Helen Lewis, who's also like another prominent columnist, here, who got fired because she was Helen Lewis, you know, who, according to this other person who I'm not naming, is the one who knows the most about Pratchett. No, it says Pratchett. Pratchett taught me all I know about Patchett. Well, the funny thing about her is she, you know, obviously she is, like, deranged, but also, like, once she was started doing her own, um, like, Substack emails rather than like, having an editor, like, her grammar <laughs> and writing just became, like, incredibly awful, and it just proves, oh. like, how bad she's been the whole time. Wasn't that Suzanne Moore you're thinking of? Oh, was that Suzanne Moore? Shit! Mm. That, which was, like, like it, like, it sounded like she'd drunk yes like a yes, three like of a bottle just, of red wine i mean she might have done it drunk um it just rules i can't how, tell like, the difference this is what i mean there's they're all interchangeable in my mind like the reason they have their jobs is not their writing quality it's it's, it's being they have to say it's they know other people yeah yes. it's just they're just like a community <laughs> did you see how matt iglesias <laughs> posted the f slur and then deleted all his previous tweets no <laughs> It was like in, no, no. in in relation to the Matt Damon thing where like Matt Damon said he wanted right. to stop saying the F slur and then <laughs> Matt Iglesias tweet, started tweeting about how Matt Damon should be the candidate uh, liberals want uh, because uh, because he understands uh, th- that it's actually better that he just recently started saying and then he actually said the F slur. <laughs> I think Matt well. Damon should say it. <laughs> <laughs> That is you. That's that's one thing. The other <laughs> you thing and is, Ash, if, just like yeah. If we if if we actually want Matt Damon to be like the next president of America, just because he recently stopped saying the Esler. I love to. I, w- I mean, I wish I'd been like more bigoted in the past. I wish I used to be a Nazi so I could be even better now. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, that's imagine how, it how works. good I'd be if I had been a Nazi. That it's would be, about like it's amazing. like a comparison thing. Yeah. <laughs> I've had such personal growth. Yeah, it's it's. it's you have to be really, 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 really right wing and that's really some, racist, some, so you can. That's some fucking blessed, like evangelical so. shit. Like the right, the, like the, the more re- sin the, you've done, the better it is that they. Yeah, because the, the 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 repentance is the good thing rather than like the actually like being good. It's well, just saying of, I did wrong. A lot of these wrong. people's thinking is like, you know, weird sort of period. Why is it? It's like weird Protestant sort of yes. mindset. You know. Yes, it is. See, sees this sort of stuff in as as sin. I think a lot of people, I think a lot of people online see, you know, 
bigotry and that sort of stuff as like a sin thing. They see it as sin. So you have to like cleanse yourself if you're if you're doing it and you have to like We do live in a society and a society that has been hugely influenced by Christianity for centuries. Yeah. (laughs) Millennia. It's it's about just saying you believe in something rather than like the things you do, you know? Yeah. Mm. Great stuff. I mean, just like I don't read about anyone in like the moral majority, and like what rules is that? Uh, like after nineteen eighties, the they're all just <laughs> after, doing insane shit. After, after mm. Metaglesias made that tweet, he like deleted all his previous tweets, and then like the next thing he tweeted was, um, "How is it that Avatar made so much money yet nobody remembers it?" <laughs> like <just> completely. <laughs> completely <laughs> the opposite of posting through it, just pretending Damn, it never so happened. True. I mean, it's actually better that Matt Iglesias did post the F-slur, because now he's not doing it anymore. Yeah. He's grown. It's better. So it's good that he did it, yeah. Yeah. It's good that he did it, because now he deleted all his previous tweets, not just that one, so now, <laughs> that they're, now they're all gone. I think it's worth it, yeah. <laughs> the funny thing is, he does this repeatedly, because like he... He did like he had like a different controversy a few years ago where he also like said he something he shouldn't have and he also deleted all his tweets. <laughs> I mean, American columnists are always. I think he's a columnist. Yeah. I don't know, or a writer. Or something. Didn't he also write something about how was it? Yeah, he was the one who wrote something about how America should get to a billion citizens so they can compete with China. <laughs> Great. Like he wrote a book about it. I think. I think that was Matt Iglesias. So that's, I might be wrong. That's incredible. <laughs> No, it's strange shit. Like he's he's just he's just terrified of China. It's it's that oh, weird. Oh, he's one like, of those. Yeah. yeah, he's one of those libs who's like not that lib. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> kind kind of actually more neocon than anything. Just reinventing yeah. neocon bollocks. But okay. Anyway. Anyway. This this has been a fun digression. Um, oh, he co-founded. Basically, Vox. cool. Post great. posting. Yeah. <laughs> posting isn't great. Um, <laughs> posting. Posting is also good, but it's also bad. No, we actually don't. That's love our... posting. It's I don't know. Oh, okay. no, we don't. We don't. Posting love it. is good do when like me and my friends it? do it, but when like blue checks are doing it, that's the only. Sometimes it's better to to be in a small community, and this is my firm belief that everyone who has a miserable time on Twitter, it's because they have too many followers. Yeah. And if you just had an account with two hundred followers, then you would be a lot happier. No, you should actually have, uh, like, you should get your friend to post your tweets for you. Or you could get your Not friend to post can. your tweets for you, uh, like George does, mm. which is And occasionally fine. you're like, I wonder how many likes that one I thought was funny had. You go on, and you're like, yeah, it's got a small quantity of likes. Yeah, it has like three and four, yeah. three or four. You don't have that many followers, so, like, in relation to the number of mm. your followers, you have, like, re- you make really good numbers. You have good ratios, yeah. Man, yeah, I will. I'm I'm very funny. Like I'm I'm sometimes That's thinking, true. right? Sometimes I'm thinking I have like two hundred forty something followers. Even I'm maybe more. I think it might be like two hundred seventy at this point. I have like yeah, I have two hundred seventy seven followers on Twitter and yet most of my tweets get like a couple of likes. Like mm. sorry, between yeah. like five and fifteen. I I think like if if you're following me, you should at least like like all of my tweets because like obviously you're following me for a reason, right? You're following me because you want to see my tweets, so why aren't you liking them? That was I I got I was talking to a we friend. We found the thing that could get Janosch into the right wing, which is which like is, my tweets. <laughs> it's like being cancelled. They don't like my tweets. I was talking I was talking to a friend whose name I won't mention um, to protect them. 
um, <laughs> and they were very upset that this person who they know, who's who's like you know like a, a not famous but like you know has like a following, would like like their tweets but wouldn't follow them. Mm-hmm. And they got very upset that they weren't following them, but would like go on their profile and like their tweets. And I was like, "Why are you upset by this?" You can't tell me who this tweets. is after we start reca- reca- okay. recording. Um, I wouldn't be upset by that. I, I think it's just a very weird thing to get upset by. In my yeah, opinion. just I mean that's why I, everyone. I think log getting off. stressed about being online is always a fool's game and your best option is to do something yeah. else I'm also not yes. actually upset that people are not liking my tweets I'm just like why are <laughs> that's a bit why is it such a small percentage of the number of my followers like, why are they even following me then anyway that's why uh, that's what I like to say about Janosch they're not mad <laughs> I just assume that people have me muted or just don't like want to like my tweets and or aren't seeing my tweets yeah. because they don't That's interact the with them likely. and then suddenly i'll post something and it will get right. like people who i like who never interact will like reply and i'm like so you do see i'm gonna it. post that i finished <laughs> so my master's thesis and suddenly that one gets like 50 likes so i guess you were seeing my, my tweets yeah i think my favorite joke on twitter is the one about the final argument of kings on a cannon i think it's pretty funny mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> great wonderful so true uh okay this is this is enough ah i'm just i'm just looking at yanosh's tweets and enjoying them thank you i only you know i like to like most people's tweets if i see them so they know that i've seen them (laughs) i see it as a polite mistake okay um this has been who tweets the watch and (laughs) we will we will see you next week where we will be finishing feet of clay which is exciting because yeah. we'll we'll finally figure out what the mystery is, and then we can talk about how the mystery was set up, mm. which I think is very funny. Finally, figure um, out what these why 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 are these feet made of clay? How are getting poisoned? These feet they're clay. What's that about? It's we'll figure out what a golem is, and we'll discover that they're made of clay, which will be really exciting. Um, this has been Who Watches the Watch, and you can so donate money in order to get our bonus content on our Patreon that we do. You know what it is, it's hot spot. You may have heard of Patreon. It's called Patreon. <laughs> it's called Patreon. Your kids may be giving their hard-earned dollars to people who make dick jokes. <laughs> Patreon is like kind of a thing that be. I don't want to explain to people of my parents' generation. Because like they would either be like, why are you giving randos money and why are they giving you money? tell them i'm like this is how much money money? i'm making on patreon and they're never impressed (laughs) no matter how much money we make (laughs) i'm like we're making a hundred euros on patreon and they're like but you're only getting like 20 20 euros and it's like that's not the point how much money do we have to make before before we get cancelled on twitter for making too much money (laughs) any amount yeah Okay. Depends on the Twitter person. Yeah, this is why you should just never be online. They'll call us grifters for making. Depends on which famous filmmaker we marry. Yeah. <laughs> is is it wrong for us to have a Patreon when I have a job mm. should, that pays should. me eleven pound an hour? <laughs> <laughs> Do I really need that? That's money that could be spent on roads. But to be fair, mm, we're be. using the Patreon money to get our dear patrons books. Uh, yeah, because it's not we're not here to make loads of money. We just like yeah, to have the oh extra yeah. cash for our project. I would love to. We're using Patreon money so I can visit 
Chess and Robin in a few weeks, but that's beside the point. It's psychological money. It's for for the yeah. be- benefit. We're making of the, the show brain. better by hanging out. Yeah. Wait, when are you coming to the UK? Uh, if you donate to the Patreon, then you you can get the bonus stuff, or you can get your name shouted out like these people. Boyfriend of the show, Tom. Thank the tank. Oh. <laughs> Forgot that this is the thing we do. Um, Last time George was in tears or Robin. Yeah, I had to so. do it on my own, which I never normally do it. So, uh, t- you see, it's a lot of work. <laughs> I'm not sure if I'm. I'm kind of too tired to do it. Now. All right, then it's just. That's a show not, to, not tonight. Sorry. Sorry, everyone. <laughs> sorry, Terence. Sorry, Ray Carter. Milk Succubus. Uh, members of sorry, Ghost Lost. Justin Crandall. Evan sorry. DM. Sorry that you sorry, don't Justin. get any more. Sorry, sorry, Evan. And another. And sorry. so, as, we're especially sorry to the patrons on the 10 euro tier, Bjorn Strong and the Amazon. Yeah, we're like extra show. double sorry. <laughs> oh, oh so you, sorry. You Slime Simon, Sarah McClintock. So sorry. Plush Rave, Carrot Lime. Big Titty Groth. I grovel before you. Big Titty Goth. Yeah, I'm Thread sorry wife. if you're offended. Sorry. Big Flat Bunt. <laughs> I'm so, so sorry. I'm very sorry. We at Who Watches the Watch podcast, we're sorry for anyone sorry. who's been hurt. Or affected by the issues discussed during this podcast. <laughs> Unless you're a turf, in which case, fuck you. Yeah. yeah, if you're affected in that way, then that's yeah, well, If not, you're affected of like your your feet turning into clay, we're sorry. Um, if, you, if you have TikTok strong opinions on the fact eco-fascist. that I keep saying that people should say homophobic <laughs> slurs. <laughs> if you don't think it's very funny that Matt Damon just recently stopped using it... Um, I, I do think it's very you. funny. I'm sorry. <laughs> Joining the Valhalla of like various actors who have just like said like deranged shit that they never had to say. Part is that you he don't have to tell people. He that. said, "Well, I said it in this Farrelly Brothers movie that I did in 2003." It's just an unforced error, isn't it? Really, I don't think I don't think anyone cares that he said it in a movie. I do. It's very funny. Um... <laughs> <laughs> and the other funny thing is that he just told this unprompted. Like, this is what I mean. It's an unforced error. So They'll just be like, "Oh, I did this fucked up thing. I'm going to tell you the interviewer yeah. just because it's I like the Liam Neeson thing where he was yeah, like, oh, right. yeah, I wanted to go and kill a random black man.' And it's like, it's what like, the fuck? You don't have to tell people that. <laughs> you, everyone would no have been like perfectly okay that. with you if you hadn't. I remember, that. like, yeah, some friends. Uh, Told me about how like one of one of the person one of some some people they knew from a Facebook group just posted on Main that um, recently I saw a black person and I immediately thought the N word in my head. This makes me reflect on my thoughts. You don't. You just <laughs> tell posting on that. Main. God. Why would you? <laughs> posting is bad. <laughs> it's like it's like having. Everyone's brains imperfectly wired into one another. <laughs> uh-huh. And about as pretty as th- that would be. People people go through a lot and, you know, people do a lot of strange, terrible things in their lives. You don't have to tell yeah. people about it. No. <laughs> this is what I mean. This is what I mean about it being like a weird Christian thing, right? It's like everyone needs to confess. Y- yes. And sort of a weird surveillance thing almost. Yeah. Of like, you need to be known that you've done bad so that you can be not bad again. Yeah. Yeah, I need, I need people to watch me to make sure yeah. I'm not doing doing evil. Mm. Whereas people watching me would just make me more likely to do evil for the attention, which is also posting. <laughs> 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 uh, thank you for listening. 
I mean, thank you for, thank you for listening to this episode. episode. <laughs> thank you for listening it's been to strange. We've really gone on a, a streak of very interesting episodes. Recently. It's been a journey. Um, Please let us know if you I'm have sorry. listened to this one to the end. Um, yeah, you stuck through all the segments that we love to do. Yeah, if you um, if you are still and maybe listening had some fun. to this one, uh, tweet tweet at me the word uh, Megazoid, and then I will know. Don't do that. Yeah, but you have to like Yanish's tweets if you yes. do that. <laughs> um, do not if you do not post Yanish's tweets. Do not post Paul. Okay, <laughs> let's go. If you're still uh, listening. Post Paul on main. Don't tag me in post that. Hall. That was just for your followers. Um, don't don't do it. It's got arsenic in it. Okay. Um, don't sun your butthole. You will lose subscriber. Um. Until next week. Goodbye. Beyond strong the arm is mine. Like, we didn't even talk about that guy who like adopted the name strong in the arm in this book. Oh yeah, he's doing oh, yeah, fucking dwarf face. Dwarf face. <laughs> <laughs> Professional yeah. dwarf face. That's that's and they're like Terry does funny jokes about about. Anti anti racist campaigners being not being not that even group. dwarfs, which I guess like yeah. there's probably some bit, of them. Bit, um, so you know, mm, makes you think. I guess it depends on. It might be a, a particular kind. Yeah. You know? um, equal heights. Anyway, equal heights. Uh, anyway, fuck turfs until once again. Week, fuck fuck turfs. Granny weather access. Fuck, fuck our economists. <laughs> If you're a columnist, a cab will call Give me your job. Yeah. <laughs> Give me so, any uh, job. I just finished two. university. I need jobs. Give Yanash a job. You know, I was looking through working from home jobs today and a lot of them were podcast editing. And that was You've already like, got a job in the content mines. So. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know if I could cope with other people's mm, podcasts. I would. One of them was, was podcast writing, which like, I would I not write a into. podcast. I would edit a podcast if you pay me for it. You that. could be our script editor, Yanash. <laughs> Yeah, we but we would have to fire our current script yeah. editor that we have. <laughs> well, they've they've not been very good. <laughs> no, they're really letting we have slide had down. They're just not showing up. It's weird. We're sending them our scripts, <laughs> and they just return them with no notes. They they just return like, okay. instead of a script. They just return a note that says, "I would prefer not to." Yeah, it's just like, it's just like um, you know when someone just writes loads of question marks on like a paper that they're marking. <laughs> It's like that, but on the entire podcast. They're living um, in my home now. That's ve- it's very weird. They've been sleeping on my couch. I told them to like find a new place, and they just said I would prefer not to. It's very weird. I I'm I'm slightly concerned for our script editor. Yes, yeah. and yes, <laughs> and? yes, and they they and? they got today's episode, and they were like, "So you're just gonna just change the format of the podcast for no reason?" And I'm I noticing. Said, yes. Yes, and I'm noticing that it's coming up to two hours recording, and I think we finished recording. Like we finished actually recording like half an hour ago. <laughs> okay. Anyway, we'll see you next weekend. Bye. Goodbye. Lots of love. Unless you're Belgian. Just...